nice to e meet you. Yes, you too. Uh, you're from Calgary, yes? I am. And you're in Edmonton? I am. I am in Edmonton. Are you so, working from home? I'm in the office. So like during the day I work for, um, I work in HR and we're back in the office about, I'd say I'm here three to four days a week, but I do have a hybrid model, which is nice. But yeah, yeah definitely back, back in all the action and in the office and with everybody. So that's been fun to kind mm -hmm. of see everyone again and get caught up and, you know, have that social aspect back to work. So. Was it interesting to get back into the groove again, like getting dressed and leaving home? Those steps yeah. that we forgot. Yeah. You know what's so interesting about just like this whole past two years is that even for me, and this applies to a bunch of areas of my life, is that like the, the currency of time yeah. is very valuable. So even with like, you know, whether it's stuff you're doing or whether it's getting ready in the morning or commuting to work, like that's time that, you know, we kind of got through COVID because we were working from home. So that hour, hour and a half or however long it takes us to kind of get to our day, mm -hmm. we saved. So that's definitely been a noticeable adjustment the past uh, couple of months since we've been back in the office for sure. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. And congrats, by the way, for being a super fan. For the oh, thank you. I am such a super fan. Like it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a really exciting couple of weeks for me and my best friend. We've been um, actually trying to win that contest for like four years now. Nice. And uh, we finally, we got a call, um, we got a call last week and they, they kind of sent us a Zoom invite and they told us that we were um, the CCMA 2022 Ultimate Fan. So we were pretty pumped because like, you know, we were trying so hard and it's uh, it's such a good community to be part of. Are, are you a country music fan? Do you like country Die music? Die hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You know what? <laughs> yeah, there's so much talent, right? So it's kind it's, at the end of the day, it's such a good community to be, to be. Oh my God. Of. And the vibe. I mean, the people. Yeah. yeah it's good. Yeah. Good everyone's vibes. so nice. And like, everyone's, everyone's just so nice. And I think the cool thing is everyone just loves music, which is, which is amazing. It's, it's in, at concerts in Big Valley and some of the festivals that happened this year. Um, it was the first time they've happened in two years just because of COVID and that atmosphere and the love for music and just the camaraderie between artists and fans and all those things. It's, it was such a cool thing to be a part of. There was such adrenaline. So it was oh, awesome. Oh, for sure. And there was, uh, what was there? Country Thunder that just happened here yeah. in Calgary. Did you go to that? I didn't. I was out of town, okay, but yeah. uh, I heard it was a blast. Oh, it's, they had a really good, everyone had a really good lineup this year. And um, that's a good thing about summer though, right? Festival season. And there's a bunch of live shows and, and, uh, and festivals. So it's a, it's a, it's a great time of year to just celebrate music. And then we kind of get into award season now, which I'm excited because I've actually never, I've gone to the CCMAs as a, as like a, I guess a, just a, an attendee, like just bought a ticket, right. event, but I've never gone and been kind of involved in the behind the scenes stuff or some of the other events that go on. So I think it's going to be a really cool experience. So I'm pretty pumped. Sure. What mm -hmm. is an ultimate fan? An ultimate fan. You know what? I mean, I think they define it as just somebody who loves country music, lives and breathes Canadian country music. Um, and I think it's, it's just, you know, someone who really supports the Canadian country music community. And for our entry, it was kind of funny because we were like, how do we show these people how much we love country music? So we started off with like saying, okay, like what, what metric can we use? Can we use like a teaspoon? No, that's not big enough. Right. Or can we use like a measuring cup? No, that's not big enough. And then we ended up like running across a football field with a measuring tape and we're like, that's, that's not even big enough. So it's like, we cannot measure how much we love country music and appreciate the artists and who are part of the community. And then we went on to show like, you know, all of our pictures with different artists over the past couple of years and, and that kind of stuff. But um yeah, it was, it's, it's kind of fun making an entry too, right? We plan it out in advance and stuff. So it, it's been fun. When you are an ultimate fan, what do you get to do at the CCMAs? You know what we get to do? 
and this is just what I know so far. I think, mm-hmm. you know, there's a bunch of events we can go to um, and so can other people. Right. But I think <laughs> the biggest thing is that um, there's a gala the night before the awards that is for the association and people part of the uh, Canadian Country Music Association. So artists and industry talent um, and people that we get to go to. And that should be fun. But then we, I think we also get to co-present the Fans Choice Award. So um, right now, the general public has the opportunity to vote for um, their Fans Choice. So there's there's about 10 artists on that list and you can go to the link and, and vote and then we get to present that with a co-presenter so that will be really fun oh my too. goodness what mm-hmm. an opportunity yeah I, we're pretty excited my best friend and i have been uh uh we're pretty excited that's all we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks so it's definitely and, and your best friend's the one in the image with you mm-hmm. yeah, yeah her what's her name willow. willow okay shout out to willow then <laughs> <laughs> yes shout out oh. to willow so it'll be it'll be a great time It'll be my first time attending this. Well, I see you there. I'll see you there. You'll see me there. Oh, cool. This is this is good timing <laughs> then. You know what's so cool about it, honestly, Zach, is like there's such power in connection and like and it's and just like mutual love for like mm-hmm. art, whether it's like music or anything, sports, whatever, right? But it's it's kind of it's a really cool environment. I'm excited for you to kind of witness that and like it's you'll be there. So that's awesome. I'll see this you. This is my first time and it's it's very exciting because if Anyone that knows me, you get in my car, it's, well, we have Country 105 here in Calgary. Right, right. So that's all that's blasting on the radio. If not, yeah. it's country music. So, yeah, good for no, you. No, there's something soulful about it. And yeah. it resonates. And mm-hmm. it's calming. It's peaceful. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it touches the heart, doesn't it? It does. It, it's all those things. It's fun. It's um, all those things. Yeah, it's it's, it's a great it's a great genre. And yeah. it's kind of cool because like you you get songs that are more like stories and then you get songs that are honestly like kind of popular music too right mm-hmm. that's really just like upbeat and I find that like each artist is so unique and and it's just the musicality of it is what I really enjoy and, and I am I don't know if you are familiar with the Hunter Brothers but I saw them recently at um, Big Valley and and they're they stand out a lot to me just because like they're such a musical family right and like you hear you hear like you know the harmonies they do and like what they put behind their music and it, it's it's so fun like I I love it and all of them are so talented like all the artists so I'm excited to meet them and you will too so that's great yes I will and it'll be exciting I'll see you there I'll be exact and then we'll meet up and we'll, we'll be like oh we're I know you it's something I've never done so people are gonna be right. like I'm gonna be like what the hell am I doing that's okay you know what like 2022 it's all about new experiences and putting yourself out there and just building networks and connections and just relationships with people so exactly and you know what I think through the pandemic we've learned so much of that is connections network um meaningful connections yeah that's another thing right not just the hi bye Um, oh yeah yeah you know like how's your day going how are you not just the one-sided conversation yeah I think I think for me and this is such a big thing just even with because I'm a really relationship oriented person. It's also about intention too, right. and intentful mm-hmm. relationships. So be, having them be meaningful and, and intentful with them. And I think it's really important because you're exactly right. You never know what's going to happen. And those are the things that you kind of, that lost people value and mm-hmm. relationships matter so much. So yeah. Totally. We hear those stories where, you know, that connection you had with someone and you leave them mm-hmm. um, and something happens, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And there's always that time where you're like, I wish I had said this. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So it's almost like live your life to the fullest. Um, keep that cup uh, full. Yeah. Half full. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting too. Cause like, even just with like um, me, 
like even whether it's anyone um, kind of following their passions and, and doing what they want to do. Um, life has been such a, with COVID and a bunch of other things, you're right. You get those reminders with people who maybe leave your life or whatever it may be. And I think you just have to, you know, live your life in a way where you're serving your passions and your happiness. And I know that's not always a consistent metric that you can use because life does give you cards, of course. Right. But I think at the end of the day, if you lay in bed at night and you're thinking about doing something, so for you, if it's podcasting, right? Like if you, if you think about, you know, what you're doing with Canadian podcast, or for me, it's like, you know, what am I doing about singing and music and whatever? I think it's so important to do those things because that time currency is just not certain and it's not guaranteed. And you just never know how much of it you have, whether it's with people or with your passions or with yourself. So yeah, I totally agree with you. It's such an important thing to keep into keep in mind, especially right now. So in Alberta, are we seeing a rise in country music stars or artists just in general? And I always say stars because they're all stars. Right, right. You know, it's, it's, so for me, this is such an interesting question yes. because for me, I am... Um, I admire and look up to so many people around me and I'm still kind of like, I'm still, I would say I'm like, I'm putting myself out there a lot more now than I have the past couple of years, but I'm still very much like emerging, if that makes sense. Like I'm still sure. just yeah. putting myself out there, just, just pursuing my passion and, 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 and getting to work with the people who share the same passion for music but I would say that the, the the talent in Alberta is phenomenal and like there's people I see on my Instagram and there's people who I know are kind of you know also in the same realm and it's so fun to just have a group of people in a community that everyone just loves to sing and make music and sing together and and do these things so I would I would definitely say yeah like we're a province that is pretty strong on that front for sure I love it so yeah. good mm -hmm. from Alberta who's some of your favorite artists Oh my goodness. There's, there's you're like Zach Cena, you're putting me question. on the spot. That's the same question. Yeah. You know what? Like there's, there's a lot. And, you know, I think for me, um, you know, there's, a, you know, there's a lot of people that I actually think are, that I'm super um, fond of who are like, not necessarily the artist singing the songs, but they're like the, the bass player or they're the producer or they're the, the, you know, the music teacher, or they're like the, the person who, um, owns a music school and who like provides us all with opportunities to perform right so I think you know I, I think to answer that question it's more of the community around itself of people here who just love music and want to support each other through that process um or it could be like a videographer or it could be um you know my my, my producer um his name is Jake and he um honestly without him he's been such a fun foundational pillar for me just to even have confidence to start to like pursue my own music ventures which is kind of an exciting project I'm working on right now mm -hmm. but like it, it's the, it's it's the community and around and different talents that are necessarily not what you see on Instagram all the time but they're the people who work with us and who work with each other to make this product that is country music which is so exciting because there's some really good there's some talented people coming out of Alberta right yeah. and I think the Canadian country music scene as a whole is like phenomenal like if you like if you ask me who are my favorite artists, um, they're all Canadian country artists, right? And it's like, and even with the, the United States, like there's so many good people from there as well. But we we hold some weight for sure. So it's it's oh, it's, yeah. it's a cool it's a cool community to kind of see grow, right? Because it's still growing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How did you get started in the industry, and where did the love for country music come from? For you? Yeah, you know, honestly, exactly. Like it's such a because I don't even know if I'm like it's. 
even for me to think about it, like, am I started in the industry? Like, I don't know. Like, I think I'm still pretty um, emerging, but what I've been singing my whole life. And um, when I, I, I remember I was in grade one and like my music teacher would like come up to me and she's like, this is like, you need to be in music, like always be in music. And then I started taking, um, lessons vocal lessons and stuff when I was younger and I've always kind of been been in it and it was only about maybe I'd say 2018 was a really pivotal year for me where I was like I can't not do this because you see people doing it and you're like I want to do that too and then you know you lay in bed at night and that's what you think about so I'm I'm now just in this place where I just want to make music and make music with other people and sing and, and do my funny little snippets and while I work on my my own music and so I think it's a uh, it's a, it's been a long, long, long journey, but a lot of that is tied to just being confident to to pursue what you want to do, right? Because I think that's a whole other conversation. That's a really big piece for a lot of people, right? That's one thing I noticed about you is the confidence. The I don't care what people say. The the judgment. Yeah, yeah. you know, everyone will judge something. Hey, Zach, you know, your mic could have been better, or you could have done this better. Your lighting, sure. It's all a step forward, but you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And putting yourself out there, um, was it over the past two years where you said, you know what? Yeah, we're all kind of normal. We're all human beings instead of mm-hmm. remembering that, you know, oh my God, that person on Instagram two years ago and before the pandemic, we were different people. Yeah. Weren't we? And now it's like slowly coming out of our shells yeah. and, uh, and some do it faster than others, and some don't do it, which is fine. But weren't you nervous, though, to get out there And uh, at first? <laughs> yeah, like, Zach, I'm still nervous. Like, I, I posted a snippet yesterday, and I was like, oh, like, I, love it. <laughs> I still get nervous, right? But, like, I think, um, I think the, so I made my music Instagram, like, maybe two years ago, two right. and a half years ago, maybe. And in even, like, it's, you're, it's, you're, I'm sorry, it's baby steps. And I think for me, too, the biggest thing is, like, I want to do something. I don't know how to do it. And for me, a a really big thing is just ask the questions, like find out who knows and ask them, right? Like how, how, how do I do this? Or how do I, um, how do I, you know, what, what is, what is recording music? Like I'd never stepped into a studio seriously until a year last December, December, 2021 was when I stepped into a studio, like, like in a more serious way. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think it's just about saying, okay, like, it's just a baby step and like my you know you're right it's nothing's perfect like this could have been better like if I For this sure. could be better if I nitpicked everything I, I probably would never post anything but I think that the constant posting is something that I, I struggle with honestly still on a weekly basis mm-hmm. right because um it's really important to me to remain authentic and like and 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 for my my personality to shine through what I'm doing but at the same time you see everyone else around you doing things and you're like oh like I really like that um, should I be doing something like that? And then it's, 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 it's a balance for sure. Kind of nerve wracking. I, I love videos. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, this is such a filming. I mean, some people like must like obviously like it and that's totally fine. And I, it's not that I don't like it, but I, it, it's a, it's, it's, it's weird. It's every time you do it, it's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, it's, you kind of have to just do it because you, you just have to do it. Otherwise you're never going to do it. You know, it's weird is filming other people is easier than filming yourself, isn't it? Oh Yeah. Totally, totally, totally. Um, my I I'm very blessed. I have very supportive friends, and like um, I in in a lot of my snippets, like there's a few where they're just me, but like majority of them have 
I love people in them. And it, it's just because it, it's fun and that's my friends. And those are like the group of people who we have fun with and we just do it together and they do it with me. But yeah, it's way, it's way, I'm lucky. It's way better to have them want to participate because yeah, doing it by yourself is sometimes a little bit awkward or it's like, sure. yeah, right? So when you look at <clears throat> the fear of being out there and putting yourself out there, mm -hmm. what do you do to say to yourself, I'm okay? whatever it's yeah. out in the universe it's out on social verse whatever you want to call it and yeah. i'm okay with how people perceive me yeah you know what's interesting that's a good question because um i still like i still have those moments right so um and i think at the end of the day it's like i lay like i lay in bed at night and then i think about music and i think about singing and i think about you know some of the projects i want to work on and what i want to do and how i want to like create a sense of community with my music like that's that's my goal and um if I this other piece is a piece of that though and if I don't do that the the weight of not doing the main part and and being to achieve what I want to achieve is like it's like a pain in a way it's like painful right because you're not living your passions and stuff so I'm like you know what I just have to just do it you just got to do it right um and some days are better than others like some days you know, I'm like you know what today's not a day where, I, where I'm in the mood to like film this so sometimes I try and be really strategic that way and, and really go off of my my vibe but I'm generally a pretty glasses half full type of girl and like pretty outgoing so I, I try really hard to just you know use my energy and direct it to to my passion projects which is what I do but um definitely definitely a thing that happens like you got to mentally be very like um I don't want to say on point we got to be mentally very strong in the sense of like you're doing what you do you're doing for you I don't do it for anybody else. I, I do it because it makes me happy um, because it fuels my internal passion for singing and music and, and, and that type of thing. And I think that's the, the that lens is what allows me to just kind of get past the whole, like I'm being judged thing, because I think, you know, you're going to be judged no matter what you do. Right. So, you know, it's funny when you say that creating this podcast and this platform, it's mm -hmm. why did I do it? I loved storytelling, you know, as yeah. a kid, when the teacher would, tell us a story and we'd all sit there it was one of my favorite times yeah. so learning from people and just that curiosity in life and of human beings and what makes them tick mm -hmm. I think is just um just so cool so fun and you know you realize that we're all the same yeah you know we're not when we see certain celebrities or sports stars you know everyone struggles everyone's got their ups everyone's got their downs mm -hmm. but everyone's got um this humanness to them that we oftentimes forget on social media don't we yeah and it's funny you say that because like I agree with you every everyone is like so different in their story it's like everyone's path and their perspective is is so valuable and like it's such a and you must have a great job and thing going on where you can listen to different people's experiences and perspectives <laughs> and and thoughts like that's amazing like that's that's so fun it's like tell me your thoughts <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it's it's no it's there's definitely everyone has has a has a lens and everyone's lens is um valid right so from that from that perspective i think it's really cool for you to be doing what you're doing and putting yourself out there to just engage with others and 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 want to talk to others because because that's a gift in itself too right lots of people um you know, don't necessarily get the opportunity to, to hear people's stories, right? So the fact that you ask and willingly do so is, is amazing and probably very fulfilling. And in today's society, you know, we have social media where you can see a video or a highlight reel or a beautiful image of them, but it's, you don't get to see who they are. Yeah. And really feel them out. Right. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, it's true. And like, I think that's a big thing for me is like, you know, and, and some of my snippets or whatever, like, I'm like, Hey, like I need to show who I'm as a person because like, that's the good thing about music is so many people can sing and so many people are so talented and there's so many people out there doing it. And, and that's amazing. And I think it's like, you know, how do you individualize yourself and, and, and make people see who, you know, who mm-hmm. you are as an, as an artist, but as a person first and foremost. Um, and I think that's really important. So yeah, I, I agree with you. When you look at yourself 10 years from now, yeah, where do you see yourself? You know what I see myself doing? I see myself definitely just having um, like more of my music out there. I'm in that process now and it's, it's been such a fun process. Mm. And I'm, I still have a, a fair bit of work to do and just continuing working on, on, on my music and my craft. But I see myself actually being really involved in the community and um I'm actually really passionate about like like seniors care and seniors advocacy so I actually want to be doing a lot of work there and bringing music to those types of communities as well and and interacting with just different populations um and I see myself just making music with other people and then delivering that to to make to facilitate emotion and within within people who are listening to it right like I think that's important for me music is is more of a it's fun and it's engaging but it's also an emotion and it also is you know messaging and it's also powerful right so it's not just about um because that's that's what I get from it so I want I want others to get that from my music too I guess is the best way to answer that question it's funny when you brought up seniors there's a thing about being with them and learning from them and understanding who they are and then just giving them that time of day that often we forget you know we say oh old people all right yeah well covid so i was really blessed i had some very 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 um strong strong um people in my family and and obviously they've passed and are no longer with us but um i was very blessed to have learned a lot from them and and i am um, you know and also been been exposed to i've done some you know before my current job i was working in nonprofit mm-hmm. and um there we did a lot of work with with seniors and and that type of thing and i i've been exposed to um some of the realities of the challenges that that population faces and you know not to get too much into it but you know it it it's, it can be very heartbreaking and i think that you know mm-hmm. Well, um, what what are the challenges that they face? Is it well? Uh, I mean, alone? I, I wouldn't want to. I mean, I'm not a senior, so I don't want to speak directly to it. But okay. I think some of the things that I see, and you know, there's a lot of, you know, and people take advantage in different. They can get taken advantage of in a lot of different ways. And I think, um, you know, actually, Edmonton Musical Theater. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but they're a nonprofit musical theater organization. And we just had the Fringe in Edmonton, and the Fringe is like, you know, it's like a, it's like an arts festival, right, throughout the city. And they actually did a show based on um, seniors uh, challenges and, and advocacy and, and to show everybody like, you know, and it was a cast of seniors. So I thought it was a really admirable project because what they did is they interviewed the cast about some of their challenges that they face in society with their families and with their everyday life and then built a show around it. And it was um, such a touching show. Um, when I watch it, I think I like, you know, you leave the show and you're like crying because you're like, wow, like this is you know perspective right so I think um just but music is such a fun and joyful thing and I you know whether it's just singing singing at different you know seeing retirement homes or whatever it may be like interacting that type of thing but I think there's a lot of room for um conversation about it right if nothing else like you know it's I don't want to sit here and say that I know the exact challenges but I I definitely have heard them and seen people who have 
about them and and that type of stuff. And I think for me, that's a, a place I want to spend a lot of my time in the, in the next couple of years. Um, but saying that, you know, music can impact everybody. And and um, I think there's value in in trying to translate that to people and helping them feel part of that community. So, yeah, you know, I had a lady last year she was an order of canada recipient 92 years old wow 92 or 94 yeah um remarkable you know just to sit down with someone and converse and hear about what life was like here in alberta and yeah. and how things have evolved these things you can never just read you have to feel and you have yeah. to hear and i think it's important to capture these moments and stories that won't be here for long you know? there's yeah. a new world that we're heading into, of course, with technology and all these things um, for the good and for the bad, depends on right. the day how or the moment. How you look at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, how you look at it, totally. But the way individuals lived and were able to move through life, you know, mm -hmm. as simple as not so long ago, the you only had a home line. I know, yeah, yeah. Right? I read a quote the other day and it said, we are now, we were now, or sorry, we're now slaves to our phones although back in the day we were tied to a wire on a landline yeah yeah so isn't it true like we're we're stuck and always checking our phones but back then physically there was a line but now yeah. it was pretty yeah. cool to see that yeah. yeah there's something about seniors and talking to them someone mentioned to me recently i should probably start talking to some of the veterans that um, don't have too many years left here in canada yeah. like, you know i had a I, I worked at when I was in high school. I worked at Rona or Lowe's. Oh yes, yeah. As a cashier, and I ended up working there for like eight years. I worked there a long time, and mm -hmm. there was um somebody there really close to me. His name was Barry, and he uh he was a veteran, and he had like and you know he he was a big mentor for me in my you know going through university and and high school, and just even just the perspective and the stories and the wisdom and the the. the how he helped me through like just natural life situations right being a teenage girl growing up and like going through all the things right so I think um yeah I I I think I, that's what I mean though everyone has a lens and, and perspective and value and a story right and I think you know and obviously just being later on in life there's more stories and more perspective and more wisdom so I think it's definitely a really powerful population to to tap into and, and converse with and and because there's a lot of value there for sure I, I don't like to make statements, but it's funny. I think people that love country music love depth. Yeah. You know, real conversation, mm -hmm. real, real, being yeah. authentic. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, I, 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 yeah, intellectual conversation, like, is something that's really important to me. And I think it's important to talk about things that are, you know, pillars, pillars of society. And, and because at the end of the day, like, we're all, we're all living, you know, our life and we all have one life. And, and like I said, the time piece currency is so is so valuable and and living each day with gratitude and waking up and saying okay like I am grateful for this even though this is a challenge or whatever is really important because you just don't know what that time currency is like and unfortunately like there's been a lot of I don't want to say rude awakenings but I'll just say reminders about that I think mm -hmm. that come out you know at different times in life you're like oh wow like things happen and whatever so I, I think you know pursuing things of of meaning going back to what we said before it is important it's so important and that will fuel anything it will fuel music it will fuel art it will fuel mm -hmm. conversation it will fuel relationships but with the with the basis of that pillar being meaning and, and intentfulness mm -hmm. that that's really important and that's kind of how I try and live my life um but it's uh it's easy to forget that too 
though, right? 100%. With everything going on. So yeah. what do you, how do you define gratitude? Gratitude. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think, you know, I think gratitude is about um not necessarily I think it's about remembering remembering um the things that you have and being grateful for the things that you sometimes overlook and simple things so whether yeah the roof over your head all that stuff but for me it's about I'm so grateful for everything that I would say that I would list off initially are tied to people um tied to people and relationships that I have and and the people in my life and 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 that's what I think is is the root of my gratitude is really the people in my life and the relationships I have and 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 the ability for me to pursue and do what do what I love and 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 work towards what I love because you know I everyone has a different situation as well and so I think it's just about remembering that you know you're you have a life and if you're able to live it in a way that you that brings you you know joy in different circumstances is a really big blessing right no with the time currency piece did you know this before the pandemic or did you find the value and understanding of it and the meaning over the past two years yeah you know what I think I think I've always you know I've I you know I my life I've had people leave like and unfortunately pass away quite at different stages I think way before they were ready to or should should have passed unfortunately but so I've always had that as like a you know time is not you know endless right so but the the COVID didn't like that's just in my opinion highlighted it because at the end of the day you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what could happen in the world in any way, shape or form. And I think um, being intentful with, you know, the people you put, the, like how you spend your time, your time coins, the people in which you invested too. And, and, you know, and, and how you live your day-to-day life and the habits you, you kind of work towards and, and the lifestyle you live is, is really big indicators to how you are able to be fulfilled in the ways in which you want to be. Right. And lots of people don't, um, it's hard because you get so caught up in your day to day, right? 100%. And and for me, I wouldn't say my day to day is is um it's a priority. I always put effort into it and I I manage my routines and whatever, but I wouldn't say my day to day life is is my focus, honestly. It's not my focus. It's it's the habits within that day to day routine that um can help fuel and 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 help me overall build my passions and get pillars and and use my time coins effectively right and of course sometimes you know you just need to you you fall into normal routine whatever it may be but I think the the concept of time just being not endless it has definitely been highlighted for me personally through COVID for sure Mm -hmm. um but yeah totally you know the life or life used to be so quick Mm -hmm. things were just go 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 Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden we were all forced to slow down um not to say it made us lazier, but did you feel like, oh, I got endless time in certain things? Oh, yeah. like, do I need to fold all my clothes right now? Or I can do that tomorrow or next week. Man, just me. Right. <laughs> you know what, Zach, it's so funny. If you were to, my friends are like, Robin, you're the busiest person I know. You're never home. And that's a true statement. But do I also like not place as much priority on certain things that are like that, like folding my, like I fold my laundry, but do I do it like the minute it's dry? No. Do you know what I mean? And I, I think, I think it's, it's about managing. Like I, I think since COVID, I felt the slowdown during COVID a bit, but now I actually feel quite busy. And I don't know if you feel this way too, but like now that 
and I won't say COVID's over, but now, now that like life is kind of back to a, a place where things are allowed to occur and restrictions are a little bit lessened. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so busy. Like every day of the week, it's like something, 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 which is a blessing, but also because of COVID, the energy level to be able to live at that pace has not just bounced back like this. Yes. Right. The so, thing I'm facing is, yes. you, know, you can't, you don't have that same, it's, I don't even think it's driver ambition. I think the drive and the ambition is still there. Mm-hmm. It's the energy. And, and then real, yeah. I think you're more tuned in now than ever before Yeah. to realize, okay, that's enough. I need Zach time. Robin needs her time. You yeah. know, those are things that I think we didn't know our gauge on back then, but mm-hmm. now it's very evidently clear to say, calm down, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you noticed uh, that? Oh, totally. And you know, it's interesting. I'll give you, I'll give you some information just from, so my day job, um, we, uh, I work in human resources and, and a lot of big con, uh, disability management and that type of thing. And, um, it's anticipated that the burnout levels that like the peak of burnout from the past two years is actually going to hit in 2023. And and that's kind of like something we're preparing for in our, in our workplace and in our organization, we're 27,000. Like I, I work in a big organization and that's kind of what's anticipated is because people have been, well, cause a lot of people just powered through COVID. Right. So give and, me an example. I mean, for the listeners, what does that mean? So there's a burnout, a peak burnout. What does that mean? I just like, cause like, you know, if you look at people who have like, you know, a lot of people take, have taken time off work because they've been burnt out or whatever it may be. Like we're anticipating that we're going to see the peak of burnout and the peak of people who are maybe taking time off of work to, to focus on their health and wellness um, as a result of just whatever it may be COVID and that type of thing. But burnout um, is anticipated in 2023. Um, and, and then and, people will be back to normal again. I don't think so. I don't think that's. <laughs> I think I don't think it's a back to normal thing. I think it's a listen. People are going to be forced to manage and deal with their own mental health and well being. And I think that comes in a, a lot of different languages for different people because we're all different in how we regulate our emotions and our mental wellness and our well being. But like. I don't know if the, your circles are like this, but I know in lots of my kind of conversations with just people in my life, like everyone's exhausted. Right. And and I think, um, and, and I don't know if it's just because pre COVID times were so long ago, but um, I don't really remember being this tired, like prior to COVID it, it's, it's kind of like now we're all so tired. And I think, you know, the, the focus of which, turns back to gratitude the focus the the focus of you know making sure you're mentally and physically well to be able to be accountable for your own health and and how you're operating in your life is is really important Mm -hmm. it's really important because to be able to do things to fuel your fuel your cup and fill your cup and and live the life you want to live and also be who you need to be for yourself but for the people you love you have to focus on your own individual health and well-being and and because so many people have just powered through COVID and just push and push and push, especially our service workers, a bunch of other people, right? Um, I think people maybe haven't been doing that and it's important. It's so important, right? So I think that's going to be a big focus for people. It is for me right now, like just like, you know, making sure that I'm um, focusing on my mental health and, and my physical health to be able to show up for me and my life and the people I love. But um it, it's hard. It takes effort, right? You gotta, you gotta be able to say no if you need to say no, and you gotta be able to advocate for what you need. And that's a hard thing. Like yeah. it's a hard thing. It's funny how we used to say yes. And uh, well, some, some had the strength to say no. And yeah. now it's almost, it's a necessity to say no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When You're you, right, Zach. Yeah. It is. 
So you almost start burning yourself off for what? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing. If you're at the end of your day and you can't put time, effort, and energy into the, like, here's the thing. Like, if you don't have the energy to put into your passions or the people you love or what brings you fulfillment, whatever that is for the individual, I think reflection does need to happen. It's, and it's not, it's not like, it's not like you can say quit your job. That's not it at all. Mm-hmm. But like, I think, I think there just needs to be some sort of at least at minimum an awareness of, okay, like I'm not doing what I need to be doing, or I don't, I feel this way. Like acknowledge how you feel as an individual to be able to make little steps. Like we're talking about before to do whatever it is you need to be doing or want to be doing or address what you need to address. Because um, again, the time currents, like you just, you just, don't know and before you know it like five years go by and you haven't done the thing you want to do and then you lay awake at night saying oh I really wish I was doing a podcast or I really wish I was singing or I really wish I was like volunteering or working here or doing this or whatever and and I think that causes people a pain in itself and a sadness in itself and if you can be aware enough of your own kind of aura to address when you're not doing things to help that then I think you're at least aware enough to start to take the baby steps you would need to take to be fulfilled in those ways right not to be hoaxy or poxy but it's aura and energy itself yeah feel that with other people and around yourself how your energy is feeling oftentimes oh yeah I'm so so intuitive to energies and people's energy around me and like and I think, and I'm aware of my own energy too. Like I, I, I try and operate on a very high energy. Um, and then when I walk into a room and it's not that, I, I notice right away because I get hit with it, right? So it's, it's not that it's hoaxy. Like I, I get what you're saying, but I think like, you know, if if anyone's an empath or really sensitive to um, to people's energies and, and how they carry themselves and, and, and how they're feeling, you can feel that right away, right? What's welcoming, what's not yeah yeah totally reading a room right like you know and 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 lots of times like you know even when my energy's down people around me will notice right they'll be like what's going on like you're not yourself or you're like you're just whatever it may be and um but again like surrounding yourself with people who are aware and know who you are is is valuable too because you know I think something else is that we all learned is not like it's hard to be alone and just not have people around you and have those connections. And I think those connections are important. And that's why I place value in, in, in nourishing them because they are important, right? Valuable, intentful, meaningful connections, of course. But Robin, when you see someone else's energy that doesn't align with yours or it's negative and all those things that just feel like, oh, that's not a person or somebody I want to be around. Yeah. Maybe it's not someone you have to be around, but it's someone right. that cut you off while driving right. or, yeah. or to the teller or something that you see. Yeah. How do you, in a way, brush it off so it doesn't affect your mood, your day, your vibe? Yeah. You know what? That's it used to. Like, if someone yeah. was like, got mad at me or something, or if someone was really like rude to me or something like that, I, I would get impacted because I am an empath and I would be like, oh my God, like, I don't want anyone mad at me, all those mm-hmm. things. Um, and yeah, it still might, depending on the situation, of course. But I think right now, like, I'm, I'm so focused on, um, being, doing what I need to do to be the, be what I need to be for myself and for the people around me that like if and if this is this is a hard place to, to be consistently right it's not a consistent level like it, it's definitely a wave but um if, if something is impacting me or an energy is impacting me or somebody or something and it's not serving my my purpose my goal my whatever 
I first identify if I need to address it because depending on what the per if, if it's the mm -hmm. person or whatever, like identify if I need to address it. And if I do, then I do. But if it's something that's just like, you know what, not worth the consequence of how, what it's doing to me and my level, then I, I truly hard, I try really hard to let it go. And of course, like, you know, address things if you need to and you have to, because I think effective, like crucial conversations are imperative to um, ha living a meaningful life and having the, the relationships be how they need to be and productive but sometimes some things are not in my opinion some things are just not worth the conversation or worth like your energy I should say right so it depends what it is and what it means to you though right when you realize that how did you find out that this is who you want to be um moving forward in your life before we get going here yeah I'm, I'm so sorry to hear about that um it's funny I actually had a similar situation as my mom but my my grandfather passed away and and, and you know he, he was a grandfather so he was a little bit older but he 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 passed away years before his time like he passed away like years before I think mm -hmm. he needed to and um I think for me it's just and I've also had a lot of people I went to high school with unfortunately like not pass away and other things and um and I, and you know, or, you know, lots of people, you see it, you see all the time, like GoFundMe, like these people get diagnosed with horrible things and you just have to be so grateful because you just don't know what card you're going to get. And at the end of the day, like, I think um, for me, managing and, and just living with the, um, the idea that my time is my, my most valuable currency and, and I want to make sure it's meaningful and tenfold because if I were to get bad news tomorrow, I want to be okay with how I've lived my life. And honestly, six, a year ago, two years ago, I, I wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have said I was okay with how I was living my day to day. Um, I'm, I'm with you on that. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, no, honestly. So, but like, let's, you know. You know, who thought those things? You know, I used yeah. to be the guy that was like out and about partying and drinking and I don't know, living life. Yeah. Carelessly. Like, you know, when they say YOLO, you only live once. I took it to that meaning where it wasn't a, a healthy place to be. Yeah. And like, I mean, and that's, and that's the goal is that at the end of the day, like, I just want to know that like, if, if I were to get like, and if, if something, whatever, I just want to know that I can look at my life and be like, okay, I'm fulfilled. And I've been who I want to be for the people. But that's also, that's also, there's a level of service there. Like, it's not about like, just me. It's about, you know, what am I doing for the people I care about? What am I doing for the causes I care about? What am I doing for um, like my community, because I value community. So that's like a, a piece of it as well. But no, I'm really sorry. And I understand, I, I do understand that how that must the different roller coaster that that can come with losing someone so close to you. For sure. Yeah. We're that young. And I am sorry that you've gone through that. No problem. Thank you for that. Yeah, you know, but you, you see silver linings in things, right? Yeah. So when the pandemic happened, people could not say bye to their loved ones. They were yeah. saying yeah, it on absolutely. iPads or whatever. And I was saying, my goodness, I was able to stay at the hospital and say goodbye and all those things. So you got, you got to be thankful, right? And yeah. every day you got to find the the things that you enjoy and just find inner peace. I think that's the, that's the bag in life. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. I think that, and you know, I, I personally believe that, you know, there has to be a level of joy too. Like I think, 100%. you know, you know, fuel your, I don't know. My message, I guess, is fuel your passions, whatever it is. Right. Because um, and if you start to just engage with people who have similar passions, you, you'll just, you'll be so happy because like, you know, you just feel them and you network. And then now I've talked to you, Zach, and like, now we have a, you know, yes. we've had a really good conversation here and I'm going to see you next week. Right. So it's going to be, it's going to, I don't know. Life is just so funny how it works and common ground is a powerful thing. It all works out, doesn't it? Yeah, totally does. Well, thanks so much for your time today, Robin. I appreciate it. Yeah, you too. And um, I will definitely be coming to see you at the F-150 booth. Thank you.